Welcome to the Savings Guru podcast. I'm James Blower and today I'm joined by Avanash from Offspring. I don't know if you want to give yourself a, a little introduction and tell the listeners a little bit more about what Offspring is. Well, thanks, James. Great to be with you. Uh, Offspring is a platform that helps families save more effectively for their children. Uh, and over time, we want to be able to help families pass on wealth from one generation to the other. Um, Offspring is based around a simple principle that families gift and families gift across multiple generations and they help their kids to get their, uh, achieve the aspirations that they have set for them. Uh, but gifting is not necessarily easy or is not necessarily done in a very simple way using the technology that we have. So Offspring is a and a capability that allows families to gift and to save together to achieve the goals that they want to have uh, to, to achieve for their children. I think what one of the things that really struck me at, at first about it was, in, in a way, it's such a simple idea, but uh, you think, well, why has nobody come up with this before? Because yeah, quite often you have children and you know, the grandparents, aunties and uncles, mums and dads, they all want to give a bit of money, you know, whether it's saving towards their education or saving towards buying them a computer or, or, or something. There's always something that we want to save for our, our children for. And, and this is fantastic in that it allows everyone to save into the, the same pot, uh, but keeping some, some element of control over it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting you ask that question. We ask that question ourselves. I say, why aren't people doing this more uh, often? I think that it's the technology that allows this kind of gifting across in a crowdfunding sort of way has become more available in the recent past. And I think that's that's part of why we haven't seen this kind of opportunity present itself in the past. Um, you have seen it in, in the world of charitable giving. So you have the GoFundMes or the Just Givings of the world where this, this system operates. So what we have adapted is what the likes of the Just Giving have done, but applied it at a, at a family level to achieve what it is that the families, the aunts, uncles, parents, grandparents want to do for their for the next generation. Uh, and then I guess the second thing is most banks and building societies are very focused on individual, growing individual customer balances. They are now starting to think about how gifting or how money can be saved and transferred across generations. So again, from a timing perspective, it's now very relevant to a lot of the banks and the building societies and wealth managers to be entering into this space. So we think that we've created something that they could use and we think we've got something that customers could use very simply. And I guess it's just a question of timing. Yeah. I guess the other thing that was um, interesting for me was that you've, you've gone down the route of applying the technology to existing bank accounts. So there's no need for someone to open up uh, a separate bank account with you who overlay existing accounts that they're in place. I'm, I'm really interested in what made you go down down that route uh, rather than, you know, I'd say traditional route is most people like to own the product and loan, yeah. own the own the kind of customer and every, everything bundled to, together, whereas you've owned the technology to deliver it. Yeah. So I think it needs to, we need to step back and really uh, see what we are trying to do. So Offspring's main mission or only mission is to help the next generation start life with a little less debt. And if you start from there, what we are aimed, what we are focused on doing is helping families save 
more and come together and save more. Um, if that is the context within which we operate, we then started to look at what it would take to create a bank or a building society type account or a, or a, or a wealth management account. And in reality, there are lots of great bank accounts, savings accounts, uh, investment accounts that are out there. The challenge is not building an account. The challenge is to get people to save at a fundamental level. So we focused very much on the act of saving and the act of gifting, because that then allows us to build a better understanding of what customers are saving for, which will then be of relevance to the individual customer, because it's a much more engaging way of saving uh, and gifting. And for the banks, the building societies and the wealth managers, we believe this will give them a much better understanding of what their customers are saving for when it comes to that next generation uh, and the, the wider family network. Uh, so that, that was the principle of what we, what we started with. And fundamentally, we want to work with the banks, we want to work with the building societies because we think we can solve a problem for them. So we want to collaborate with them rather than try to build another one, uh, another uh, product that's out there, increase the choice, but then not solve the fundamental problem, which is people not saving enough. How's the banking community and building society community reacted to you when you've, when you've gone to speak to them? What's been the reaction you've had? So overwhelmingly, the, the interest level in the subject of saving for that next generation is extremely high. We are now in pilot with Nationwide Building Society who are uh, using Offspring to promote their uh, concept of saving for the next generation and for children to their employees. So we know that this is a concept that people, uh, organizations are very keen on. So we think that this is going to be a continuing trend in, in principle. We also know that there is a, um, a, a fundamental challenge that many of the banks, the building societies and the wealth managers have, which is that they've got typically an aging customer base and they tend not to have that great a relationship across generations. So we think that this, also, this offspring as a platform can help these banks and building societies and the wealth managers engage across the generations and families. Uh, and then that enables them to build a much stronger relationship with their customers, not just for now, but also uh, in the future. Equally, we would work with the, the, the new banks, the, the Monzos, the Starlings of the world, because we sit above their platform. So if it's a millennial who's looking to, to save into uh, and, 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 and attract gifts from grandparents, uncles and aunts to build that first deposit or to buy that first car, well, they could use Offspring as well. It's interesting that Nationwide have been one of the first, because I mean, they're a, a massive player in the, in the savings market, as I often refer to the, the, the big seven in in savings, which is the you know the four high street banks, Santander, NSNI, Nation, Nationwide. So it's uh, yeah, a, a, a big queue, I guess, for you guys to have got Nationwide on board so early that they've seen the potential quickly. Yes, and they've been very progressive and very supportive through this process. So we've got in a, a pilot with them. We want to work with them more, uh, more and more over the, over the coming years. But equally, we would work with any other bank building society because we're not competing with them. What we're trying to do is help them achieve a better result for their customers. Can you tell us, I appreciate some of this will be yeah, maybe commercially sensitive, but can you sort of give us a flavour for sort of the numbers that you've got signed up and you know, what sort of goal size, what, uh, are there any stats that you can share with us um, about the people who are already on the platform and, and what they're doing? 
Sure, James. Uh, obviously, as you said, there are some things which are sensitive, but the things that I can talk to you about are the fact that we now have about £1.35 million worth of goals that have been set uh, uh, within Offspring. And given that we started in a very uh, muted way in uh, uh, July 2019, we're very pleased with the progress of that. Uh, the average customer uh, is saving about uh, uh, £9,300 uh, in terms of a goal that they have set for themselves. Yeah. Uh, so we think that's very pleasing as well. So people are using this as a long-term savings tool uh, because what it also tells us, what we also know is that the average uh, tenure on, on holding is uh, of the goal is somewhere between five and nine years depending on the type of uh, goal that's set. Wow. So what we do know is that people are starting to use this as a platform that they are saving towards a long-term goal. They're engaging the wider family in helping save for this, these kind of goals. We're seeing some, some people have got up to four to five people attached to the goals for saving uh, and, and are saving towards those goals. So again, we think that there is a, uh, this allows that engagement across the family. So we're quite pleased with the progress we're making. We are trying very hard to now uh, work with customers to try and increase the breadth of the uh, offer that we have. Currently, we only support savings uh, accounts or current accounts, but over time, we'll be looking to expand that into investment accounts. So that will then allow us to get a much better understanding uh, once we've expanded how, how customers are saving for themselves and in the future. You mentioned there about some of the areas you were looking to expand in. What what about the accounts that you're currently linked to? What what accounts can can savers currently um, overlay your your app with? The great thing about what we have built is that it can actually it can connect to any account in the UK, as long as that account can take money electronically. Right. So we don't differentiate between banks, building societies, because as I said earlier, our intention is to try and get the act of saving. Uh, uh, to be uh, saving against goals to be part of what people do in their everyday life. Uh, so we have op we, we have created in such a way that you can attach any bank account, any building society account, uh, as long as it can take money electronically. Now we do know that there are some accounts in the market that 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 don't allow that. So so that's number one. Uh, I guess the other the second thing is if if there are uh, accounts that are um, have some restrictions on the uh, on the number of people who who can contribute to it. We can't support that, but those are a minority in the in in the wider context of the accounts that are available. So simplistically, I could set up an account for my son who's 19 because he wants to now go on a, a gap year. I can invite uh, his grandparents, his uncle, aunts, his his godparents to contribute towards that. I can set up that account in my name, and then pass the money down to him. Or he could set up the account in his own name and contribute and ask other people to contribute towards that. And we've got bank accounts with different organizations. So it's, it's, it, the bank account is not a constraint. And we don't currently have investment accounts. That's the only, the only uh, uh, restriction currently. But that's your, probably your next area you think you'll, you'll try and move into. That's correct. So we do know that 80% of all savings takes place in the UK into cash. 20% yeah. uh, goes into investments. So we've started with the thing that most people save for, and then we now will expand into to investments. Also, fundamentally, from a customer's perspective, if they're saving for the long term, 
whether you know if you look at goals which are seven, eight, nine years old uh, away, uh, I'm not giving investment advice, but it is often um, uh, talked about in the market that for longer term goals you should have more of a um, a flow into uh, riskier investments. Yeah, yeah, I think for the returns that they might generate. Yeah, I think I yeah obviously uh, savings is my uh, my specialism, but but even I would say if you're looking beyond five years, then you should definitely be looking at some form of uh, of investment as well as savings. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, what's been the the biggest challenge or barrier that you faced setting up Offspring? I guess the biggest challenge has been uh, and will continue to be customer behaviour. Yeah, we as a market in the UK. Um, uh, tend to uh, save not a large proportion of our salary uh, or the income that we generate. We depend quite a lot on credit and we depend on uh, money being handed down generations. So if you, li- if, you, if, you, if you read some of the statistics that are out there, you know, Bank of Mum and Dad plays a big role. LNG says about six and a half billion of money is being transferred every year. If you read Saga's statistics, they say about you know nearly 37 billion has been transferred from grandparents down to to grandkids. So uh, we, we are in a culture where we don't save necessarily regularly, uh, and we depend on credit or, um, or, or or inheritance. I guess the challenge for us is how, as a society, uh, we uh, become more savings conscious. Uh, because the state is receding in terms of the the, the support that they provide, uh, and and secondly, you don't want to be in a position where suddenly, if the uh, the, the credit market tightens, and we're back in um, the, the equivalent of a 2008. So, um, I think the behaviour uh, and changing customer behaviour is the biggest challenge. But if we can make it easy for customers to engage with us and to start saving, I think that'll be a first step towards delivering the good outcomes that uh, good savings behaviors deliver yeah i think it's it's fascinating the the market's kind of so polarized at the, the moment you've got about sort of 43 percent of of people that have got less than 500 pounds or nothing in in savings and then the rest that um, on average have got pretty you know significant amounts of of savings in in place it's mm-hmm. Um, it's a real, uh, really tricky one. I, but I guess that's a that's beauty about what you're 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 doing, starting early with with people and giving um, yeah giving relatives a chance to, to start saving pretty early on. So I guess a question I always like to uh, to ask guests is if you were the if you're the chancellor for the day, what would be the the change that you would make that you think would benefit savers most? What do you think the the Chancellor could do to, to help the market? I think back to what the Chancellor is grappling with uh, in the long term. And the reality is we've, we've got an ageing population. We've got a younger generation which doesn't save enough. Uh, but they will get to be, an aging pop- to be part of the ageing population in the fullness of time. So if I was the Chancellor, I would be encouraging um, long-term savings by giving either by way of some kind of tax benefit uh, and, and making that long-term savings much more uh, attractive and use that as, uh, as the vehicle to not only create a more balanced society as we go, go forward, uh, but also to be able to allow people to see the value in saving for now. Um, I guess the challenge is always when something is so far away, do people really 
start to think about something that's very far away by way of long-term savings. But if there is any mechanism that he can use to encourage people to save for five, seven, nine years, even if for, for the things and the goals that they've set for themselves, I think that would be a very, very good thing. Um, there has been there have been attempts at doing this in the past. I yeah. think the uh, the the child trust fund, for example, was yeah. a very good uh, thing for uh, that was. Uh, introduced, uh, leaving politics aside, as a fundamental principle of giving somebody at the age of 18 a starting point from which they could build from, that is a very, uh, uh, that was a very good tool. That may be something that the Chancellor might want to consider again. I think uh, th- th- there's probably so much going on in, in British politics that I, I, I'd, well, I'd like to see some, some changes and some intervention in the net near future I, I think we may have to wait a budget or two before uh, before the savings market uh, comes on the radar for tackling uh, I, 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 I guess I am in your camp on that one yeah yeah it's a tough one yeah eh? I think uh, yeah someone who's kind of grown up in this industry almost I'd um, it's been so much change you, you, if you, you look back and uh, think it yeah 2007 uh, we hadn't had any new banks for Hundred years, and, and now we've had uh, over twenty new licenses. We've had a number of banks that have got uh, variations of of permission or have uh, passported in, or or uh, yeah, coming on uh, on international regulation. Uh, I think my last count was just under fifty new players in the savings market in the in the past decade. Where where do you kind of see things going in the in the market? Do you think we'll see? A continuation of of the the trend in in new banks and um, you know the, you talked about uh, the the difficulties of getting people to save for longer term, but the savings market continues to grow in size year on year on. Do you think we'll see those sort of trends continue, or do do you see things changing in the market? I think in some ways we've already started to see a slowing down of the number of banks being granted licenses. So. Uh, from from that I can dedu- uh, I can I reflect on it and I think that in in terms of new entrants to the market, I'm not entirely sure that there'll be a huge number of new entrants in the market. What I think there will be um, going forward will be the ability to have different types of savings vehicles that people who are already in the market will bring to 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 uh, to customers. So I think that trend of innovation and savings, and I I use savings in the broadest sense of the term, not just cash. Uh, I think there's a lot of innovation that's going on in terms of trying to attract people to want to, um, to, to, to savings products. I guess the challenge with any savings or investment, or however you define it in the broader scheme of things, it comes back down to are the customers behaving the right way in order for you to be able to uh, achieve a sustainable business within a savings product or within a new savings um, uh, uh, bank that you create. Um, so I think that challenge will continue to be there. Um, in a low interest rate environment, it's very tricky to see how, without new innovation, you can grow that savings market. Uh, so I, th- so I, think, I think there'll be an element of innovation that will, that will take place. Um, I guess the next bit, which I think will be a, a, a good opportunity, uh, is with the increase of uh, increase in the use of open banking technology, when it arrives in the savings market, I think it will create 
uh, positive outcomes, particularly around how people can shop around for, for, for savings. So what that tend, that what will then lead to is competition in the market, which will then deliver better outcomes, um, I think. So I'm not, I'm not seeing immediately any um, great new trend other than the continuing trend uh, of innovation that is taking place in the market. And I hope that that continues because that's good, A, for the market, but uh, in terms of it's good for the consumers. Uh, and also B, it also allows uh, organizations to experiment with how they can attract different types of customers into their, into their books. So that's my view currently. It might change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As, uh, depending on what, what what outcomes we generate over the course of the next couple of years. I, I think we're going to see a peak out of, of new new entrant banks this year and, and next. Uh, I think one of them may may be a record year for for new authorizations, but then I think we're going to see a, a probably more of a move towards consolidation. And then I, I agree with you. I think the interesting bit will be. Do, do, does the uh, does the API um, and open banking uh, opportunity start to, to kick in and we see some real in, innovation? I think there were some people who uh, got very excited far too quickly on on that. Uh, it's been a bit of a damp squib for for them, but but I think that the benefits are there. They were they were right in terms of the opportunity, but wrong in terms of the the time. And I think the time that time is still to. Yeah. to come and that would be fascinating to see where that yeah. leads to yeah but there was a there was a famous person who i can't remember i'm going to ascribe it to bill gates but it's probably not bill gates but who said that people tend to overestimate the impact of technology in the short term and underestimate the, the impact in the long term yeah. and i think you're absolutely right over the longer term the technology change that is taking place within the world of financial services will drive very ho- positive outcomes for customers yeah, I agree with you. Well, it's been fascinating talking to you today. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming in and, and doing this. If um, if some of the listeners want to find out a bit more about Offspring, where's the where's the best place to, to go? Uh, well, look us up on www.offspringsavings.com. Uh, we're also available on the App Store and on the Google Play Store. Do come and have a look. We have got some interesting pointers around savings if, if you want to understand how you could save for the next generation but also please download the app and use it freely with your friends and family hopefully they will help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve for yourself or your children quicker than you might do yourself brilliant thank you i i, I love it i think you've got a you've got a great little um little site going as well um with some really interesting information on too so yeah have a have a look uh, Thank you very much for your time and and uh, I hope that uh, we get some great feedback on this podcast. Thank you very much, James. It was Cheers, great to be here. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.